Oleg Orshon. Fix me on that. Fix me on that pronunciation. You can say it. You can't say it. Orshon or really Orshlin. Orshlin. Okay. Orshlin. Kind of like I tell people Porsche. Take off the P. Orshlin. Like you're like like you're driving a Porsche. So you're Porsche, but you're Orshlin. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, so Greg Orslin, uh, uh, from you're moving. So you're moving back to St. Louis. Video production, video editing. You're in you're in Chesapeake, Virginia, right now. Um, tell me a little bit more about who you are, what you do, what you've been up to. Sure. Um, yeah, I've been out here in Chesapeake for about seven years. Um, you know, definitely, I I created my own business. Uh, a friend of mine in Raleigh, North Carolina, and uh, myself had started a little startup recruiting consulting business. <laughs> so alongside of like, you know, the video production and the video editing, um, had started this little, this little company to try to get out and help other people. And, and um, we work with, you know, AV integrators, manufacturers, um, you know, designing, designing consulting firms. Okay. So, um, started that back in maybe 2016 and then 2020 kind of hit, give us some bumps and then we're trying to kind of find our way back. So, um, I think business is kind of slowly starting to kind of creep back in. Um, so, you know, you know, and now, and now we're kind of contemplating to move back to St. Louis. So, um, we have some family there. You know, I've got two little ones, so it might kind of, you know, it's been an adventure out here, but I think maybe going back might be, might be smart. This stage of the game, you know, two little kids that have grandparents and the whole thing. So, so um, that's kind of where I've been as of 2016 and yeah, exploring opportunities, looking around, talking to some people. Um, I don't know, I might start my own, my own company of some sort at some point you never know so uh my you know i've got a cousin that's in recruiting and you know with the exception of not going to the office it, it kind of just flipped because before quarantine she was i think three to four days in the office and or or let's say three days in the office and, and two days working from home and then it was one day in the office four days working at home i mean as far as the recruiting goes, I would, how would you say that was impacted? I, I'd say, because mostly it would be uh, scouting online, scouting um, digital references, LinkedIn, things of that nature. Definitely. I mean, I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of th thrown back as how that industry could be impacted as well. I mean, because um, yeah, like you are using all these recruiting tools like LinkedIn and, um, but I don't know if businesses just kind of stopped companies. They just, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't produce on their end. They just had to stop business altogether. So I think that's having clients and businesses. I think therefore they had to stop the process. Thus, thus we had to as well type thing. Yeah. But in what way? I mean, still it's, it's, it, it would just seem to me like, you're able to still reach out and through the multiverse, you know, like you can still meet people. You can still, 
look at people's information, their resumes, and 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 connect with folks. What what were the logistics of slowing down or closing up shop or taking a break? What what logistics were affected by not by being quarantined? I think uh, logistics wise, you mean like um, yeah yeah I I guess it's you know like what the 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 the, the in person interview maybe or or what have you? Yeah, I mean I I don't know entirely what actually stopped that process. You know it's. Uh, so now, now that we're like on the flip side of a pandemic, it's kind of interesting to, to, you know, I mean, like very much like you were just saying, I mean, people are like, oh, you know, I'm in the office twice a week now, or so is like, is business, I mean, are things just kind of slowly trickling back? So I guess for, for everybody from everyone's standpoint, what does that, uh, what does that entail? And I guess I'm still trying to figure out those answers now that we're getting out of this pandemic, so to speak, you know, so it's, that's, it's kind of, it's as much as I kind of want the world to turn back and I'm trying to kind of learn how it's coming back. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm definitely seeing a hybrid. Definitely people are seeing how we went virtual and remote and, you know, maybe four or five months ago, I started jumping on a lot of virtual um, live streaming stuff, events that we you wouldn't have the 10,000 people at this event, but you would have maybe 500 and there they are at that Coliseum or that, or that thing. And then, and there he is. And then yeah, here, here, right. finally and, started the video. <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. Um, but there is that, um, but now there's that hybrid. And I think with today's technology, people are going to take advantage of that saying, looking, looking at this budget, we saved so much money where we're able to still put out the same content, the same information, the same event, uh, whatever the case may be. And we only spent 10% in our budget last year, as opposed to 2019 and 2018. So now in 2021, maybe, throw in uh maybe utilize 20 to 30 percent of the budget we're used to and have some mm -hmm. people and do a hybrid thing we'll have some people on location we'll have we'll have a crew and we'll have you know half of the uh the talent or the presenters or what have you on location out there but mostly it's just going to be virtual and you know half of our talent half of our analyst experts contributors whatever will skype in zoom in whatever and do this whole hybrid thing. And I think it's just, you know, like with every other major event, not post 9-11 boosted technology, mm -hmm. COVID boosted technology and thinking outside the box as far as connectivity and interactive interactivity mm -hmm. and things of that nature. And um, so with, with, with video production, I mean, how were you affected with video production, video editing? You know, I mean, I guess, you know, being a, being a freelancer in that regard, I guess, you know, like you can always, you can always find avenues to, to, yeah. to get around the pandemic. I think it's just kind of a matter of who you can involve and you like, you know, I mean, I had, I mean, I had done events for a long time as well too, you know? So, so even if I was just strictly doing freelance ideas on video editing, I guess I could either involve people or I, or I didn't have to, you know? So however avenue you wanted to take there and then, I mean, for, I mean, 
I guess fortunately for events, I had done events back in like 2015-ish, you know? Mm -hmm. So thinking about it now, like I was fortunate enough to actually get, I mean, I was involved in that industry, but then I kind of, I, I needed to pivot a little bit, so to speak. Mm -hmm. A little more money, needed to sacrifice, you know, type thing. So I guess, I mean, when I think about it, fortunately, I was able to kind of cross over in time to where like the pandemic didn't hit me when I was in that space, <laughs> you know, yeah. so to speak. So I find myself very fortunate in a lot of ways. Yeah. Fortunate. And you know, that's been, that's been a subject on this podcast a lot is blessed, fortunate hindsight. Uh, you know, starting in 2014, I started looking into live streaming and looking into the, the, the podcast tech and, um live streaming these events and looking at different avenues of making things you know zoom started popping up in uh, in my mind say 2018 or 2019 and i was like how can i utilize this app this is you know this podcast which is kind of doing all right i mean we have we've been having steadily steady steady content but me and my colleagues have tried it twice before and failed but we were trying that whole virtual thing bringing in skype and google hangouts, hangouts. And, you know, trying to be cheap and not pay for the premium packages. So we're bringing in Skype, Hangouts, and Zoom all at the same time and trying to, like, that was a technical disaster. But then, of course, with quarantine, it's like, of course, I'm going to pay for the premium. But after this whole live streaming thing and being on those kind of events and getting that kind of technical knowledge experience, it was, I'm, I'm clearly, you know, going to you know, say I'm blessed because I mm. would, I just saw that. And, and, and luckily I saw that as a trend. I saw that as the new thing coming and I jumped all over it and I wanted to learn it and I wanted to do it. And then that's all it was from April to from April to April really yeah. <laughs> was, was the remote, the virtual, you know, for the gallery view on Zoom, that was what was pushed out to YouTube and, and and people's websites and people's companies was still bringing those people together virtually as opposed to in person, and how to how to administer that, how to facilitate that that you know just luck, blessed, fortunate. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah. definitely. Definitely. No, I mean, yeah, I know a lot of people that couldn't see it that way or they were forced to totally make a pivot, to the, you know, that they, yeah, I mean, it's, it's dependent upon the person. It's, it's very much, um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's very interesting that we're talking about it right now too. Cause I mean, so many people, gosh forbid what their, what their situations were. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I consider myself, yeah to still be alive and oh my gosh we lived through this uh we lived through that and 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 again you know like like you mentioned there's a lot of people that were going through that uh fun and fun employment and that and and whatever you whatever you want to call it the and and backlogged on that unemployment and i think i registered for maybe a week and then someone said i'm look but but at the same time I kind of started off the podcast and then someone saw that and said, bro, we're doing that now. These, you know, these mm -hmm. freelance, these freelance rosters that, that I was on doing the live streaming, they said, Oh, we're doing exactly that. They are podcasts, but they are mm -hmm. the seminars, the webinars, the conferences, 
you know, the, the, the government meetings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We're doing it that way now. I'm like, hey, I'm in, you know, and, and then yeah. I just, and then, and then each thing, you know, my own pr- podcast would benefit from what I learned from that continuing on. And then it's just this vicious cycle of knowledge and creativity and, and like, how can we make this work? Uh, Zoom, you can only pin Zoom to two different monitors, but let's look at other apps like Google Meet or, or mm-hmm. Teams, and maybe we can pin four to five monitors, and then, you, and then you rewire that back in as video sources, and now you've got a six camera setup, and it's, it's, it's just, it just builds upon itself. And mm-hmm. especially, you know, it's like, you know, cats and dogs, you, you, you corner a cat, if you back a cat into a corner, it's going to figure something out to survive. And that's what, mm-hmm. that's what, that's what we did the last year is that it mm-hmm. was like, you can't leave the house. How are you, how are you going to be fulfilled? How are you going to stay productive and positive and engaged? And we figured it out. We made it happen. Mm-hmm. No, definitely No, I, Yeah. I mean, already a year later, it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. That like, you think about it at the time and then you don't kind of think about it. You're just living through it. And mm-hmm. It was like, I mean, yeah, it was obviously a standstill type of deal, but, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, all that time just jammed and just jammed by and now it's, you know, yeah. But now kind of hearing from people, like even if you are looking for a new opportunity or if you're not, or talking to people, they're just like, yeah, well, yeah. They're like, well, you know, we're back in the office two days a week or three days a week. And, so it's uh, learning that this whole cycle of of just how things are, I guess, maneuvered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's uh, it, it's 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 a life experience, no doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> so in 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 uh, in regards to you know either recruiting or video production or, or or what have you, professionally, have you been back? Have you been back on set, on location? Have you been back in the office, in the field? And in, in, in one way or another, you know, I mean, I was, I was, I was pretty fortunate to, to have worked from home for the past five years. So, so it, know, it, it was really no change for you. Right. Right. Okay. So, so really um, being in the, being on the production side of, of a lot of stuff, like a couple of years back, uh, obviously we, we wouldn't have known, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, definitely had had been had been at home and had had kind of a home office setup. So I guess I kind of, you know, I got got to kind of be behind, you know, to be at my own scene, be behind the scenes type thing. And and yeah, I guess, you know, nobody would have known otherwise, so to speak. Okay. Um, yeah. so that's that that's kind of interesting to think about now too. <laughs> now like you were always kind of set. Like you, so that's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think knowing that I had worked from home and I could, you know, either hunker down during the pandemic or, or yeah, now that we're in 2021 going forth, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> so I'm, I'm cautious about this question, but, uh, uh, and, and, and feel free to answer however you want, but are you vaccinated? I am. I got, awesome. uh, I got, I, I got the Pfizer vaccine back in, uh, back in April. Okay. So is that, is that, is the Pfizer just the one shot? One, one, and actually, one and done. This is the two shot. Yeah, yeah. Two shot and, uh, wipe me out pretty good both times. Yeah. 
And, um, but I, you know, I never, never fully got sick. I just, I, uh, I was just beat up and just kind of rested and then felt pretty good. Felt pretty good the next day. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, I mean, yeah, I got both shots. I think I got the Moderna, um, and, and so fully vaccinated and, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's important for it to be done for the general masses. It's, uh, I mean, there was a good, there was a good quote. Now it slips my mind. It's, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting the vaccine just for myself. I'm getting it for everyone else or something like that. Wow. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of those philosophical things, you know? Yeah. Yep. So, you know, it's been a hell of a year. I mean, I'm looking at uh, the new year more along the lines of like the new year starts in march now you know like we we locked down in yep. march uh, for me it was march 12th you know locked down in march 12th so by the time mm-hmm. march 12th came march march 2021 came around it was that's really the new year kind of how is, yeah how is how was that new year looking for us and looking better for us and uh yeah so when you think first off if do you think it's too late for me to say to you happy new year it's like what is it june 1st today june 1st yeah yeah is it too late um, for a happy new year yeah not not necessarily <laughs> yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't think so i mean uh yeah i mean yeah it's it is interesting yeah just because like i don't know the the years tend to go pretty fast but no i mean you know i mean i don't think uh it's ever too late because <laughs> all of a sudden it's a year and a quarter mm-hmm. it's like a, a it's a year and a quarter from you know that quarantine but when if, if i were to say to you what's the new you what's the new year new you or the new normal new you kind of all-encompassing new normal new year new greg what comes to mind? What in your mindset, in, in, in your in your activities, your hobbies, your mindset, your emotional, psych, psychological state? And what comes to mind when I say the new you, new, the new normal new you? New normal. Wow. Yeah. Never really been approached with that one before, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just, I mean, you know, I mean, everybody wants to be a little, you know, everyone wants to be a little, a little stronger, I think a little more experienced and you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. How do you, how do you really showcase yourself after all this? You know, because we, because we, because we, yeah, we've all had to live through it. So, you know, yeah, stronger, bolder, wiser, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like what, you know, what can and cannot we do during, you know, after living through a pandemic type thing? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah. How, yeah. How resilient are you? How, 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 how fearful are you, I guess? Yeah, you know, like a, a lot of, a couple of movies just came out recently that, that dealt with pandemics and dealt with lockdowns. Army of the Dead with Dave Bautista, Netflix original, Zack Snyder movie. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they kind of touched upon it a little bit and it was a little reminiscent of corn, of, of like quarantine pandemic stuff, zombie movie. A little bit of uh, escape from New York, but ve- instead Vegas, and, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it was a little mix of all sorts of stuff. And there was there was something else I had just recently watched too, but I can't think of it. But you know, like <laughs> all, all all these kind of quarantine movies that come out now, 
And it's almost like a memory. It's almost like, yeah, that's right. We lived through that. Not where at this point now, my mindset is like, wow, I remember that. <laughs> the, 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 the hand sanitizer and the toilet paper and the paper towels. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you know, member of March 2020, March, April, May of 2020, everyone's freaking out about toilet paper and hand sanding. And, um, mm-hmm. and now it's like, yeah, we live through that because it's almost done. I, you know, uh, I'm in a facility now where masks aren't required because we're all, we couldn't take, we, we couldn't do this certain, um, we couldn't take this gig unless we were fully vaccinated. And so we, oh, okay. get, so we, and so then we get here. There's no quarantine. Fully vaccinated is fully vaccinated. There's no quarantine. There's no masks, and it's like, it's like 2018 again, 2017 again. We're we're walking on the beach, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know we're just walking around in buildings, just you know loving life like we did two years ago. And it's like wow, and and, and maybe that's just because that certain mindset now you're thinking like holy shit that's right man you you couldn't leave the house you couldn't even Mm -hmm. get in you couldn't even go from your house to your car without a mask on because the neighbors would look at you weird you know Uh man And, and, and it's only been a year and a half so it's wild it is yeah it's it's uh it is yeah i mean i, I, mean, I still work for the mask at the grocery store you know the you know this whole you know Oh, you can, you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated, but, um, I'll still, I'll, I'll still play it smart and safe and, and, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm always one to kind of follow the rules. So I'm not gonna, you know, I don't really, yeah, if it's, if it's tested us in any, in any way, it's, it's, it's to be smart. So I think, um, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. So, you know, so yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, an experience to have lived through and now we're now we're here and it's what are we doing 21 and 22 so to speak oh yeah well speaking <laughs> of, so speaking of which what's next on the agenda what's the next set of goals what's the next set of plans what's next on the agenda for greg greg orsley you know i mean yeah i mean you know i mean i've i've, I've built this little mantra of like wanting to help people you know so it's i think with the, with the recruiting that's kind of where all that started you know and you know, get out, help people, you know, find bigger opportunities for themselves, you know, better dreams. And so I think something along that, you know, something, something along those lines, I, I guess, you know, to, to build a business, you got to be kind of creative and, and have those, you know, have those things that work for you too, you know? So, so, you know, I think I'm always kind of jamming on the, I'm always kind of jamming in the brain of where to start and, you know, how I can reach out and, you know, help people okay so so i think you know whether it's you know nexus which is which is our company or whether i venture out and do something new i think it's going to be a decision hopefully that's smart and uh and people will take uh consideration of yeah i mean as far as creativity this this whole thing has taught me you know the so you know going back five six years the I well, let's go back even further. You know, fifteen to twenty years. I, you know, I was in college. I was studying film production. Never thought I'd be acting in my life. I always was behind the camera, and the military helped me break down that self consciousness and and give me that 
that boost of confidence. Uh, I got into great shape. Um, and it kind of gave me that acting skill to play military or police officers. And it was just that event. And then when quarantine, it was like, okay, now we really have to think outside the box and really get create, get creative and really experiment. Experimentation, pos positivity, experimentation, and creativity, thinking outside the box. That's what quarantine taught me. And it was try again. And, and, and my, some of my partners did not want to even think about a podcast. You know, they said, dude, oh, wow. we failed already at this bunch. Let's do something different. I'm like, dude, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> you and I right. can sit, you and I can, we FaceTime as buddies. We, we drink and, and we FaceTime and we just talk shit all the time. Let's record mm -hmm. that and see what happens. And the, our views, our viewership kind of grew and our subscribers kind of grew, not, exp not exponentially, but way more than before the first two failures but our content there are but but you and and, and a lot of other folks have wanted to jump on our viewership mm -hmm. is not there and our in our uh our viewership and and our level as far as you know the adam carollas the joe rogans the howard stearns or whatever not even close but everyone's so quick to jump on the show anyway and maybe you're what maybe you maybe the other guests that i've had or or, or or that are next on the agenda have watched this stuff and they're interested because of what it is whatever it is what we're doing but mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's like what else is going as far as far as when we picked up zombie squad cast in the beginning of the quarantine it was like what what the hell else are we doing i mean you and i mm -hmm. can play video games online and then film each other and that might be funny and he goes why sure shit can't play video games i'm terrible at video games but i can sure as hell sit in front of a webcam and just chat with you about like whatever i want to talk about and whatever you want to talk about i'm like yeah mm -hmm. so that's how and that's how, and that's how that whole thing turned into the third try which has been consecutive and which has been kind of ongoing and in my mind successful because subscribers have grown and viewership has grown but and but even more so aside all that all that aside folks are still like how many times have you and i had to reschedule for whatever god knows reasons but you still were, you still remain interested of course i want you on but some for some reason whatever i'm doing you still somehow remained interested to reschedule make it work oh god so many daycare issues i had and <laughs> and, and probably so many scheduling issues you had but i could tell you 95 percent of my issues were daycare that and we finally uh, switched and got a different daycare and plus now that i'm out of town now that's a whole new schedule uh you know production lineup but for some reason you stuck with me and said we'll make it work we'll make it work we'll make it we'll let's bump it next week let's bump it next week and then now we're finally doing it so yeah well yeah 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 and hopefully hopefully that's that's hopefully that grows into be a you know a good uh hopefully that grows into be a good thing hopefully that's a good connection thing I, hopefully people didn't just drop you but uh i think being you know you know you obviously being kind of a film guy i've always kind of been interested in storytelling and podcasts and i i think if you find that interaction with people and then and like and then find a connection Maybe that just, I don't know, maybe that leads somewhere and maybe it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, 
Well, you raised a good point. What the hell is a podcast nowadays anymore? Yeah, right. Because, right. because you know, and I was talking about this with a previous guest, uh, freaking um, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright now voices Batman on, they call it a podcast, but it's a Batman podcast, but it's much more like those old Batman serials from the 1920s and 30s. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing... But, they, but now they call it a podcast, but it's more narrative. And so I guess if it's some sort of broadcast, because pod, the whole podcast thing was, oh, God, who there was this there was this one guy who coined the term. And then Adam Carolla kind of like took it to the next level. Obviously, Joe Rogan took it to the next level after that. And then but now you've got a podcast that is just narrative. It's like a horror podcast and they're narratively walking you through a horror story as opposed to when podcasts first started it was comedians just shooting the shit or it was uh or it was a polit or it was politicians just shooting the shit and that's their podcast and now mm-hmm. it's and but but now a podcast can be just about anything um kevin smith got a movie greenlit because he was reading some weird story in a classified and then that got turned into tusk the film that he wrote and directed, Tusk. Oh, wow. Okay. But, but a year or two prior to him making Tusk, he was he found some weird, you know, classified in the back of a newspaper. And he just read, he just read the classified, and he's just kind of like, <laughs> who what kind of weirdo would put this story? What kind of weirdo's trying to like hire somebody? And he would, you know, just he's just talking shit. And that turned into the outline, the treatment, the synopsis of the of the pitch for the film was that episode of his podcast and it's just how these things evolve and now with quarantine post-quarantine it, it's even bigger grander better really totally totally no no i think i think i think podcasts are a great way to connect no matter what you talk about or whatever i think if uh i think it's great that we held on to the idea and that we that we got to connect and uh you know and yeah i mean you you've been more than generous to be like okay you know let me reschedule let me reschedule because what else is going on man like <laughs> why am i gonna why am i gonna why am i gonna be pissed be like no screw it man you're ruining my whole schedule listen half of it first off honestly half of it was my 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 jacked up schedule so i'm holding you up and so in, in so whether you're holding me up or i'm holding you up it's like dude Let's push it down. Let's let, let's let's make it happen, because for me to build my content, number one, I can't be a dick and be like, nope, I'm blackballing you. Like blackballing you out of whoever, <laughs> out of whoever mm-hmm. else, right? But also the fact that you would want to postpone it, the fact that you would want to, and there's you have two options. Uh, forget it. It's not going to work. I never want to do it again. Or let's make it work. Of course, I'm going to take that chance because obviously there's something I'm doing that makes you want to take that chance with me. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like, sure. totally. is 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 my podcast doing well enough or interesting enough that that Greg still want? Why does Greg still want to be on it? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I'm gonna uh facilitate that you know i'm i'm, I'm gonna accommodate that because 
he's seeing something in me. And honestly, I think this shit sucks. We have no subscribers and no views, but this guy still wants to stay on it. So, <laughs> of course. Well, <laughs> totally. Well, no, no, I, I, I told, I, I just want to like, yeah, be, be beneficial to other people that are trying to get their, get their idea going or, or, you know, want to get heard or seen or, and if that's worth an effort, I think that's totally worth, uh, worth just, you know, worth the effort, so to speak. Hell yeah, man. Well, speaking of which, if there was one last point, if there was one last point, one last bit of advice, you know, you know, some one last, yeah, one last point you'd want to put out there to, you know, what few viewers we do have, but if there's one last point, one last bit of advice you want to put out there, what would that be? Oh man, just like anybody in general, you mean? Or in your field, in our, in my field, your field, just whoever's watching, just general, whatever, whatever comes to mind. Gosh, just, I mean, just stay strong and stay resilient. And don't like, you know, you, you got a lot, you, you tend to get a lot of no's in life, but just, you know, just kind of see this, you know, try to stay on a straight line path and just, you know, meet people that hopefully will believe in you. It's, it's, you know, you know what I mean? At some point. And I think that's kind of what happened to me in some way is that someone thought that, oh, I, I might be good at, you know, what I, you know, someone took a chance on me, I guess, so to speak, you know, and that like, that felt pretty good. Kind of saw my crooked road in the past and then, oh my gosh, you know, something, something great, like really, really happened. And that can happen. I think if you, uh, yeah, if you stay resilient. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, based on what you said for me, it's like the worst thing someone could say is no, I've gotten a lot of no's, uh, <laughs> you know, and I, and, and every, every other episode of this podcast, I brought up Shawshank Redemption, but uh, have you ever seen Shawshank Redemption? Absolutely. Okay. So he kept writing, he kept writing the state to get money for that library. He would write one letter a day to get to, to get some sort of donation to that library he was trying to build in the jail, in the prison. He wrote them a letter a day, every day, probably for years. Finally, he gets a check for 10 bucks, and now he can buy a bunch of books. Morgan Freeman says, you know, to Tim Robbins, he says, uh, are, you, are, you, are you finally done with those letters? He goes, nope, now I'm going to write two letters a day. Mm -hmm. He got a no every day. He got a rejection every day. He continued to write one letter every day, rejected, rejected, rejected. And finally, he got a yes. He's like, okay, mm -hmm. now I'm gonna write two letters a day. And the worst thing someone could say is no. Hey, can, um, oh, uh, you know, like with auditions and, and, and uh, you know, submitting your script, it's like, no. It doesn't mean it's not good. It means... If you're, mm -hmm. a, if you're a 50 year old white male and you wrote a screenplay, you know, that encompasses kind of like the life of a 50 year old white male, mm -hmm. but a 35 year old black female says no to it. That's because she's not making those scripts. She's making different scripts. She's producing different movies. You just keep, mm -hmm. you just keep pushing that script out to somebody and, and vice versa. Young black females are pushing these scripts out. And just because, you know, some old white fogey like me is like not interested because I like action. I like, you know, shit blowing up and you've got this family film, you know, about a black family and me personally, I probably can't relate and I'm not into those films. So I don't want to produce those films. Someone else will. 
Mm-hmm. You, keep, you keep pushing those scripts out. Mm-hmm. You, keep, you keep pushing that script out. You pass it to this person, pass it to this person, pass it to that person. Someone will say yes. Um, you all, if, you're, if I audition for a role, most times they put that audition as looking for, looking for male 20 to 40 years old, any ethnicity for a dad role. And I auditioned for it. They made the audition call for one thing, just because they want to keep their options open. But guess what? The director has a, has a, has a, has a laser beamed decision made mm-hmm. on what he wants for that role. And, and so I'm, I'm being told no, not because I suck, but because, <laughs> but because he's looking for something completely different. Totally. Totally. No, totally. I think, yeah, I mean, some no's, some no's are a good thing. And you're like, oh, well, that just, that just wasn't meant for me in a way. But then like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you, you definitely do hear no quite a bit. And, you know, yeah, I think you have to just, you got to create your own destiny. You got to create your own uh, surrounding and let some people know what you're all about and how serious you are. And, you know, if there's something, yeah, that, yeah. I, I, so connecting for me, even on a podcast like this, even if, even if your ratings weren't good, I, I would hope that like, maybe, it, maybe you can swing the other way just by a, just by a, a touch of a good, of a good podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, you never know. I mean, like something will just click one day and the next thing you know, it's, it's just skyrocketing. I mean, it's like stocks too. I mean, everyone was doing stocks and Robinhood over the quarantine and things skyrocketed and things dropped and this thing skyrocketed again. And it's just, at the end of the day, for me, my biggest philosophy is you have to love what love what you do. You have to do something that you love because if you don't love it, you're not going to put 100% into it. You're not really going to be successful at it. There's a lot of stock. There's, you know, like a, a lot of bankers and financial this and financial that or, or government this and that. And they half-ass it because they really don't care about it. Mm-hmm. But those, there's folks that make half that money doing something they absolutely adore and love. And they're extremely successful and they might actually even get famous because they're doing something mm-hmm. that they just adore. They love it. They put 110% into it. They never mm-hmm. get fired. And they're mm-hmm. constantly, they're constantly rising further and further to the top because they put all of themselves into it because they love it. Totally. Yeah. 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 Couldn't agree more. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just always about connecting, talking, chat with other people, see what their interests are. Obviously, yeah, you're a you're a film guy and a or do do direct, produce. I mean, obviously, like I think you said, act, right? And act too. Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny you mentioned that. I mean, you know, long story short, I had the you know I had the degree in directing and producing and writing, and and mm-hmm. and the technical stuff behind the scenes, but to fill in the schedule. And after I had, you know, done the military thing for a while, I started acting and taking on law enforcement or military roles to fill in the schedule. Like, sure, I got a gig here and it's two weeks, but then nothing for a month and then a gig here for a month and, not, and then nothing for a month. So maybe if I start, you know, experimenting with acting, taking small roles, mm-hmm. on law enforcement, military roles, supporting roles, featured roles, whatever, that started actually taking over the schedule. It was more of that than it was production for a year or two. And then there was like this constant 
just filling the schedule. Listen, I got a gig for a month, so I got to fill up this month. Took a bunch of commercial work or, you know, supporting role work or crime shows or whatever and acting in this and that and the other thing. And mm -hmm. taking on, and, and, I, and I even told those crews, those producers, those casting agents, typecast me. I don't give a shit because the biggest thing for me is I want to, you know, for example, actors always have a fallback. You know, someone's a professional actor, but they're a bartender or a waiter or a yep. car salesman or, or, or real estate. And the next thing you know, their fallback, they fall back on their fallback and they quit. Mm -hmm. But my fallback still remained in audio video. It was live events. It was live streaming. Yep. It was camera work. It was acting. It was graphic design. It was remotely editing something. It was going to mm -hmm. you know, conventions and shooting or setting up mics or, uh, yep. you know, hanging, hanging speakers at, at events or, or it was being an A or it was being an AD or directing a music video. And it was just whatever my life, whatever, whatever I can do, but stay within that universe of audio, video, film, and TV. That's my fallback. Yep. My fallback will fall back on each other within that universe. And that was, that was the goal to at least stay in it to stay to, to to stay alive fed a roof over my head yeah um, mm -hmm. you know, take care of the wife and kid but at the same time i'm not freaking selling houses not, not that there's anything wrong with that but i'm not selling houses i'm not quitting everything and selling cars selling houses or bartending you know it's it's still yeah. within that it's still within that universe different and still somehow different set different location traveling yeah and and still something you know to like you know, I don't, I'm not trying to knock other industries, but something that I can brag about. I'm in, yeah, right. you know, I'm in New Orleans this week. I'm in Mexico another week. Mm -hmm. I'm in Montreal. I'm in Montreal another week. I'm in New York another week. You know that sort of thing. So, where's where's your where's your home base? Uh, DC area, or Maryland and DC. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Very yeah. nice. Well, yeah, yeah, so um, it's very nice. Well, well, it's it's always kind of it's always kind of exciting to chat with another creative and kind of get like where you've been and where your journey's all about. I think that's, and then yeah, if we, you know, if we ever hook back up or reconvene, I think that's a big part of it too. Like you kind of find who's a part of your journey and who's kind of not, and people that kind of fall off. It's it's it's, it's not a big deal. I think you just kind of have to find folks that believe and know and who you are and that's that's that that's really kind of life really <laughs> hell yeah absolutely man absolutely well before before we close this out uh any links plugs socials you want to put out there you know i don't have anything on me at the time but i mean i i definitely have kind of a portfolio of like film and short films that i've done and stuff and um i've done some marketing stuff i mean you know, definitely creative always trying to stay creative and that's definitely what I've tried to do. Like I'm most recruiting, but you know, definitely always kind of trying to collaborate on a project or, but, but if I do have a link or something I can find, I've got a couple of CDs with some stuff I could probably send over or attach or at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Send me those, send me those links. Those links will be in the description below. And so, so everybody can click on those links. Well, Greg, I can't thank you enough for coming on. It was great chat. Learned a lot. Love absolutely like you said love connecting and networking and and uh 
you know, just uh, bouncing ideas off each other, man. It was a blast. No, for sure. Thanks for having me and good luck overseas if that's where you are. And, uh, and yeah, hopefully reconvene or touch base in the near future if possible. Absolutely brother. Well, Hey, to the viewers, I hope we've, I hope I've earned the privilege every time in viewership. I know Greg has, and until next time, know what to do. To the viewers out there, if you want to become an honorary member of the Zombie Squad, send me some, uh, hit me up on, on any of the socials. Um, send me the name that you want to be credited as, as your, as a honorary member of Zombie Squad. Send me your favorite one or two profile pictures, avatars, what have you, your profile pictures on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and we can squad you up. I will make you an honorary member of the Zombie Squad, and I, I'll and, and I'll design all the stuff. I'll design a T-shirt. I'll design your logo, your whole Zombie Squad kind of profile. If you want to be an honorary member of Zombie Squad, and give you the options to buy a t-shirt to buy a phone case to buy a pillow to buy a tapestry to buy a hoodie to whatever the hell you want but if you want to be an mem honorary member of the zombie squad let me know and uh yeah, but you got to put they got to put in the work though all they all they, all they have to all they have to do is send me one or two of their profile pics and uh they'll be an honorary member <laughs> of the zombie squad <laughs>